This is the Sooner Sports Podcast. Your all-access pass to Sooner Sports. The Sooner Sports Podcast is presented by Allstate. Are you in good hands? And by Riverwind Resort. Riverwind Resort, the place to be. Now, here's your host, Chris Plank. What a day, what a day. Signing day 2017, Sooner Squad 17 in the books. Welcome to the Sooner Sports Podcast. My name is Chris Plank, and today's episode, we call it the tailgate. Usually it's about previewing the weekend that's ahead, but we're previewing seasons ahead as signing day came to a rather quick end on Wednesday morning with the entire class being signed, sealed, and delivered before 8.30 in the morning. The 27-man class featured 13 offensive players, 13 defensive players, and one special teams performer. So on the podcast today, we're going to hear from just about every single Sooner assistant. You'll get a position-by-position breakdown of some of the standout Sooners And we'll start at the top with the head coach of the Oklahoma Sooners, Bob Stoops, who sat down with our Toby Rowland and Ryan Broyles as we kicked off our recruiting coverage and as we kick off this edition of the Sooner Sports Podcast. you got to be thrilled with this class, Coach. Yeah, really excited about it. Uh, Have been for quite a while, really. Um, had more than ever show up uh, in the first, you know, after the first in the second semester with 11 guys already on campus and working. Uh, Really an impressive group. Uh, already with that with those guys and then you know and then you know uh, we've got the, everything going on today everybody's in but two guys so it's been a busy morning already well coach you took the words out of my mouth so obviously you've got a lot of guys that came in this year I'm sure that was a big push for you that just shows the magnitude that you guys have a lot of young guys can come into this system offense and defense and pluck some holes early how excited are you to have those guys in here you know that it's uh, really excited because it's a great group uh, the fact that they're here already uh, allows them to, you know, to really build strength, power, and speed as they go through the winter. And then to be on the field in the spring, it gives us more depth in the spring, uh, you know, allows them to get reps and, and be more prepared to play come, come, you know, come the summer and the fall. So uh, it's going to really benefit them and, and us as a team. Before uh, we ask you about some of these guys individually, i got to ask you just about the Sooner Squad 17 thing. It took a life of its own yeah. early the chemistry of this class was something the likes of which I haven't seen before. How did that happen? Did you guys create that? Did it? Did they create it themselves? Talk about the life of that. Well, I think it's a little bit of everything. Uh, we've had many opportunities through last spring and summer getting them together, uh, being unofficial visits on campus, whether it be for practices. In the, in the summer, we had a get-together with everybody, a barbecue late in the spring those kind of things, and, and the more they were around each other, the tighter a group they became, and then stayed in touch. And in today's world, more than ever, it's easy to stay in touch and constant communication with everybody, and, and they've done that. So they just really had a great bond, and, and, uh, and it continued you know, through, throughout signing. Well, that, that makes perfect sense. So obviously with the Sooner Squad 2017 and the OU DNA, it's, it's a good branding and marketing tool, obviously, and a lot of guys are buying into that. So with that being said, 
some of these guys are, have true OU DNA. So if you had to pick a few of these guys out of this, this signing class right now, I know it's tough to say right now, but <laughs> I can't be the one to pull out. I don't, you know, when you you got 27 guys, they're yeah, they're all significant and important yep. to me. Uh, it's kind of neat with how balanced the class is: 13 on offense, yeah. 13 on defense, one punter in there. Austin Seibert needs some help. Uh, I think that that'll you know that'll help us. Uh, but uh, and and I am really excited. We got depth and we got guys at the positions. To get our numbers balanced back out of where we where we need to be, you know, to you know, to practice and to and to have the right number of guys on scholarship at each position. The the answer is Robert Barnes has the OU DNA. That's Reggie's boy, so he's he <laughs> can't avoid go. it. <laughs> Linebacker, let's start there. This is a position that obviously you needed some help at. You attacked, and it looks like you got a great class coming in. Yeah, we really do. Just uh, excellent size and range with all of these guys. Uh, every one of them, you know, 6'2 to 6'4, uh, powerful, strong. They've got, uh, you know, feet, quickness, a lot of power in this group. Really excited about it. And five guys, too. Before we uh, talk line, they're showing us some video of Robert Barnes. I said his name, so they queued up the video. <laughs> talk about Robert a little and, bit. And, you know, Robert's a safety force, not a linebacker, but uh, really a powerful, rangy guy, all of 6'3. Uh, already physically uh, has the ability to, to be on the field and uh, just natural instincts, great ball skills, uh, good strong tackler. So he, and, you know, and again has the size that you want at a safety position. Well, how important is it to you when you do break down film of these guys, the quality of football that they're playing against? How do you decipher who's really as good as they seem compared to the competition? Well, that's something you're constantly aware of, but sometimes uh, making plays and, and making a play and ball skills and going after ball uh, doesn't matter who you're going against. You yeah, know? that and makes so sense. So you're, you're always aware of it, but, um, but some things just stick out. Back to linebacker, I want to ask you about Addison Gums. He's one of the biggest names in this class, uh, a part of the All-American Games out of Hayward, California. You've got a lot of guys out of California the last few years. Yeah, uh, Addison's uh, really, again, another big, powerful guy, uh, probably more like 6'4", uh, already 215, 20 pounds, great quickness, speed. Um, you know, is an, at that outside backer position, very athletic for that size, and good pass rusher, you know, uh, Really a, an excellent pass rusher in all likelihood will be at that jack position that, you know, where, where Oboe's been playing and uh, really, uh, really believe it fits him well. Great class of wide receivers. Let's jump to the other side of the ball quickly. C.D. Lamb, true freshman out of Richmond, Texas. And Marquise Brown, the Juco kid out of College of the Canyons, a couple of the big names there. Yeah, these guys, uh, big play guys, uh, you know, all of them have excellent speed and quickness. Uh, CD was the player of the year down in the Houston area. Uh, big play potential, great range um, going after the ball. Uh, also, uh, Charleston Rambo, also very, uh, you know, explosive, can make a lot of big plays. Does make a ton of big plays, got a lot of range to him. Uh, Marquise Brown, uh, the guy does isn't quite as big as the other guys, but has that lightning speed, uh, has that speed very much like Didi you know, Westbrook had, and, uh, and, you know, it again makes a ton of big plays. Well, I think it bodes well for us, the Sooner offense with these three guys that you have here. Watch a lot of film on all of them. Marquise Brown just earlier right behind us with the quarterbacks. 
running around. He is a lightning fast guy, a little stature like you said, but he shows up every now and then. And obviously we want to find a guy that can fill D.D. Westbrook's spot. So out of these three guys, it seems that Charles Rambo might be the one that could stretch the field the most. Yeah, again, they, these guys all have uh, have that great speed, but uh, Charleston and Marquise, CD, every one of them, they, they've got that lightning speed to, you know, to make a difference and get behind people. And you're, you're going to see Marquise here, uh, you know, getting behind quite a few people. Yeah, and I think even this year, you know, a lot of t a lot of uh, a lot of coaches have the opportunity to come in and say, "Hey, you guys can play next year." I think it really means a lot for these guys coming in. If you tell a kid that they can play this year, it really it really seems that this is the year these young guys can come in and, and make a statement early. Yeah, there's no question. In today's world, uh, these guys all come in with uh, the ability Ready. to play right away. There's very few that aren't. Uh, it's our intention to get every one of them on the field next year and get them ready to play. Um, you know, sometimes there's a, maybe an injury pops up or some case where they're not able to, but uh, as you, you see Marquise here running by everybody. Uh, anyway, so these guys will all make an impact this coming season. Can't let you get out of here without asking you about the quarterback, Chris Robinson out of uh, Mesquite, Texas. Tell us about Chris. Uh, great arm, uh, great thrower, passer, which we look for first. Uh, but also a really good athlete. Uh, you know, Chris does a lot of things, got quickness, and uh, can, can, as you watch him right here, can get away from people uh, similar to Baker in his style. But uh, we just love the way he throws the football and the quick release that he has. Well, you definitely want a guy that can step into the pocket, and this looks like a guy that has great fundamentals even at a young age. Um, Obviously, Baker Mayfield's a guy that can move around a little bit. Is this guy mobile, do you think? Oh, yeah. He's athletic, um, you know, very athletic, you know, moving around, smart, smart young man. And, uh, but, again, great release, great throw in the football, and that's, you know, that's always a priority for us. Yeah, well, obviously, with Baker Mayfield's got a big personality. Just saw this guy behind us joking around a little bit. That's something that you want in a quarterback, and it seems like this guy has that. Yeah, Chris has a lot of personality for sure, and, He'll fit in great with this team, no doubt. As you can tell, a lot of excitement for Coach Stoops for this class, and understandably so. From Bob Stoops to Mike Stoops, the defensive coordinator, had a great day, and understandably so, really bolstered the defense with what appears to be some big-time playmakers. It's been a good day, and it's kind of uh, gone uh, as planned, and just really uh, proud of this group, the way they've you know, really stuck together through the whole process. Um, you know, you're going to have some things not, not always go your way, but uh, but for the majority of these guys, they really, you know, formed a bond uh, a long time ago and really stuck to their, their commitments and, uh, you know, look to do something special. This is a, a class that can uh, hopefully continue the tradition that, you know, we've we've laid for the past 18 years and, and put us in position to win another championship uh, down the road. Talk about the forming of the bond thing. We talked uh, with Bob about it, this Sooner Squad 17 that took on a life of its own. Have you ever seen anything like that? No, not not since we've been here. This this is the not only the best group, it's the, the, the best people we've I think we've brought in. Uh, their character... Uh, their work ethic, their, you know, you can just tell by the 10 or 11 guys that are here how engaged they are in the process. Not not worried about, you know, what's going to happen, but just engaged in the day-to-day the -day activities, as you know, Ryan, that you, you have to be engaged in to get better. And uh, really been, 
you know, proud of the, just the group. And then, you know, to add some of these players late uh, to it, uh, I, I think really uh, helps us in, in some key areas. Well, Coach, you, you, heck of a class. Um, congrats to you. Uh, there's obviously some holes to fill this year. It looks like you guys got some guys on this, this class where they can come in and be day one guys. How exciting or excited are you guys being coaches knowing that you guys got some players that can come in day one and really help out? Well, I think, uh, you know, there's always holes to be filled. Uh, you know, each year uh, we, we lost some some really uh, good players. Uh, you know, Ahmad Thomas, uh, obviously Jordan Evans, uh, you know, uh, Austin Roberts inside, uh, Jordan Wade. So we lost four or five really good players. So uh, being able to, to replace those guys, get guys in, uh, I, I think the advantage of having – 10 or 11 guys here at midterm has is, is really uh, benefited those players. But, uh, you know, a guy like Trey Brown that's going to get here in June, uh, just explosive speed. Uh, I mean, there's just – we can go, you know, through each guy. Robert Barnes playing safety. Um, you know, and then all the linebackers being here, uh, you know, all except for Jakari Daly uh, are going to make a big impact. Uh, you know, a guy like Kenneth Murray it's already here. has uh, done well. Levi uh, Draper. It's done a great job, and then Addison Gums. So uh, there's there's just a lot of a lot of great pieces that you know we have to form together. And the big thing for us is just you know we we need to you know regroup and and come back with a you know a strong defense performance. Uh, you know we we got a lot of work to do to to get back to where. Uh, you know, we need to be on the defensive side of the ball. You mentioned Trey Brown, one of the last names to come in. Let's take a look at some video of Trey, if we had have it, out of Tulsa Union High School. Electric well, speed with this kid. This is the thing with him. We don't we, we haven't had a corner with this type of speed in athleticism. He can do so many things as a cover corner. And then as a return guy, I, I've seen him play a couple times, and I was just uh, – you know what I mean? I'm just uh, amazed at how fast he really is. So, you know, his speed gives him a, a chance to do some special things. It Speed makes up for a lot of missteps, and, and that's the thing with, with Trey. He has that, that great, great speed. Uh, he's a legitimate, you know, track guy with explosive speed. So he's going to help us in a lot of different areas, and and I, I would assume he'll, he'll contend for, for early playing time uh, uh, this fall. Well, that's, that's huge as you said that because that was obviously one of the pressing holes that we had last year was at the cornerback position. Seems like you got a couple good guys this year. I'm um, at some guys on the depth chart right now. What is y'all's message, message going into this year saying, hey, there's a spot to be filled, if not two. Um, how do you get those guys going there? Well, you know, we played um, three guys that just got on campus in June uh, and started, uh, obviously, uh, Caleb Kelly, uh, Jordan Parker, and then Emmanuel Beal that came through junior college has just got there in June. So, you know, there's you know there's opportunities. We're going to play the the best players uh, that give us the best opportunity to win. And um, you know those those, those a couple of those guys were very highly ranked uh, recruits, mm -hmm. but you know came in and, and and had the opportunities. So, even at places like Oklahoma, there's going to be opportunities for young players to come in and play. And the players we recruit nowadays, I mean, they're they're very talented, very mature for their age. And speaking of playmakers from the defensive side of the ball, 
to the offensive side of the ball. Lincoln Riley's class is stacked, but that's not really where Tira wanted to start this conversation with the Sooner offensive coordinator, Lincoln Riley. The uh, 06 Big 12 Championship trophy is right over his shoulder, and uh, after the one broke last week, you tweeted out, don't worry, we have nine more. <laughs> I think like over half a million people have seen that tweet now, so well done by you. Yeah, we didn't know it was gonna gonna go viral, but uh, but it did. So yeah, it was all in good fun, you know. And they actually make the trophies, I think, actually right up here down the road. So we've won enough of them that makes them uh, that makes it convenient <laughs> to get them back over here. Tell us about uh, you know this class. You got to be excited. This looks impressive. Yeah, we are. You know, it's been a, a different year as far as you know. We were able to get all these guys committed, you know, so early. Um, you know, guys did a great job in the spring and in the summer. Um, and then this class really, maybe the thing that sticks out to me more than any individual is just how close these guys are. You know, they've already formed a bond that I think is a little unique. And we've all been around it. We've all seen a lot of different classes and maybe how they've come together once they got on campus. But this group is already, you know, so close. And they did a great job helping to recruit these others. So um, I think we got a lot of – I mean, we obviously think we've got a lot of really good players, but I just I feel really good about just the leadership and the character of this group. It just seems really, really strong. Well, it seems like every coach we've talked about, you guys have all mentioned the camaraderie, the jointness that you guys have. That's a testament to the coaching staff. What do you think y'all's secret recipe? Because obviously, if you want to succeed on the football field, you need that type of connection. So what are you guys, what are you guys preaching in the locker room to get these guys all connected? I think the biggest thing is, you know, Bob has set the standard uh, on what we're going to bring in here. I think we're not afraid to turn away guys that maybe are really, really great players but maybe have some other question marks. And uh, we made that a priority to bring in not only great players but guys that fit the mentality and, and want to uphold the standard that we have here at Oklahoma. And so uh, that's that's been a big part. And then I think our guys have done a great job as, as they committed uh, of – Again, of helping us recruit, of help, helping us ID, hey, this guy would be a great fit. Or, I don't, Coach, I don't know if this guy would really fit in kind of with what we have going here. So we just, I think, had a really good feel for it. And, our, again, our commits did a, did a great job. We uh, saw or we asked Bob about Chris Robinson, so, and we saw some video of him. So I want to ask you about Trey Sermon because fans haven't had a chance to see video of Trey yet. Big running back, 6'1", out of Marietta, Georgia. His highlight reel is eye-popping. But tell us a little about Trey. Yeah, Trey, you know, first and foremost, a, a great kid, incredibly humble, you know, especially with all the, the offers and attention that he had. Uh, you know, Trey came up here the first time in the spring and really fell in love with the place. Um, he was still pursued by a lot of people, but stuck with us, um, you know, and really, really appreciate his loyalty. Uh, you know, a big back. Uh, he can guy. break some tackles. He can. He can. He He's a little bit of a mixture to me, you know, when you look at yeah. the guys we've had that. as far as Joe and Samaje. Yes. I mean, he's got – he's a guy that can split out, that can really catch the ball. He's got some of the oh. same versatility that, that Joe had, but he's a very, very physical runner, a little bit more in the mold of Samaje. We think, you know, he's already 215, 220 pounds, and he has not even scratched the surface uh, of where he can get physically. So, I mean, this could be a guy that's – you know, six foot, 230 pounds, and can do a little bit of everything. Well, that's that's funny you said it because I was watching film on this guy. I was trying to figure out who is he like. He is a P. Ryan mix and mix. So it makes sense. And then obviously you've got a couple other running backs here too. So um, it's a good class for you guys. Obviously that's a hole that you guys are going to have to plug. 
I'm a receiver guy. So if we can go to the receiver <laughs> position right I now, knew that let's was find another <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah. So you guys have the secret recipe. Obviously, last year, D.D. Westbrook did his thing. And even before you came to OU, you've had some guys that broke some of my records. You know what I mean? So you have that recipe to bring these guys in. So tell us about some of the receivers that you have brought in this year. Yeah, uh, you know, Marquise Brown, uh, you know, junior college receiver that we signed. He was a guy that, you know, we were really looking to add some speed and explosion to the group with losing, you know, a guy like D.D. And he, he fits the bill. I mean, he can he can really, really run. He brings some of that South Florida speed uh, here to Norman. So we're, we're excited to, to get him involved. Uh, uh, then, of course, we signed C.D. Lamb and, and uh, Charleston Rambo today. You know, I think two of the more impressive high school receivers that I've seen. Both guys are just very developed. They've been coached very well. Um, you know, CD is a, you know, a bigger guy. He's uh, and he's he's got a big personality too. I think the people Norman will love him. Rambo has uh, been a great player there at Cedar Hill and Dallas. Uh, very, very smooth. Every, everything mm -hmm. this guy does is just effortless. And uh, as you know, a lot of the great ones tend to look that way. And then, and then Grant Calcaterra, you know, who we'll use in a lot of different roles. You know, kind of a la Mark Andrews, um, the guy that we feel like can do a little bit of everything. Was um, you know one of the tougher guys to find because there's not many body types like that out there um, kind of that tight end mm -hmm. a guy that can put his hand guy. on the ground but also can stand up and play wide out and we searched the country you know we knew we wanted to find another one in the mold of mark and we searched everywhere and we, we found him we were lucky enough to, to be able to get him running short on time so in about 30 seconds what do you like most about your quarterback chris robison I I think he's very very competitive. He's got a very lively arm, and he's got a, just a little bit of a, just a way about him. I think the guys you know will follow him. I think he'll be a great leader. Um, and again, I just I love the competitor that he is, and so uh, it's been fun to get to know him. Um, and I, he's been one of the guys that's really helped kind of bring this group together. And counting on him doing the same here in Norman. Great stuff from Coach Riley. Incredible job on the recruiting trail from the Sooner Offensive Coordinator. Speaking of an incredible job on the recruiting trail, how about the job Dennis Simmons has done? He has already coached in his career two Blitnikoff Award winners and has a pretty special-looking athlete in one Charleston Rambo. Yeah, he's extremely talented. And the thing about him, I mean, you kind of lose, you know, how fast he is because he's just so smooth. I mean, he's a kid that knows how to get in and out of his breaks, and it, it looks effortless. Well, he kind of reminds me of a Kenny Stills guy. Kenny Stills is effortless, long strides, and this guy definitely has that. He has a lot of production. Obviously, you guys got a good group there. I watched film on Charles Rambo last night. This guy can play. He is smooth. He tracks the ball in the air well, and that's what you need, obviously, to fill some voids that we have. Yeah, and, I mean, he's a, a guy that could possibly, you know, you know, we, we try to recruit where, you know, you get the best players and then kind of pencil them in. Yeah. Uh, you know, where you need him. And he's a guy that could definitely both play inside and outside. And, you know, as you see right there, you know, he's he's always got that forward lane. Every time he comes off the ball, it looks like he's running a vertical route and he can stick his toe in the ground and separate and, and, and make you look bad with the best of them. Without a doubt, that's definitely sweet to see these guys come out here. College ready, it seems, just about every year, the way you guys are picking these guys out of um, these colleges or I guess these high schools. Um, you see this guy with some good transition here. He's getting up the field. He's a playmaker. Uh, Diddy Westbrook type. Uh, what do you see uh, as him being a void, uh, filling the void uh, for next year? And I know there's other guys on the roster as well. Well, I mean, I think he's, you know, uh, he's one guy that definitely, as you stated, could, could possibly step in here and be ready to be ready to play early. 
Uh, now, well, he he put up the numbers that Didi, uh, you know, <laughs> if he does, then uh, well, I really look like Rome I know what I'm doing. Built, Rome wasn't <laughs> built in a day, as they say, you know. Ryan so. wants to know if he's going to win the Olympic <laughs> Award or not. Well, you right got now. the track record to make these guys make it work. But, man, so obviously you got Lamb, uh, another great playmaker. He seems, uh, when I watch film, he seems the most college ready. Tell us a little bit about this guy. This kid. <laughs> is a flat out dog right yeah. there. Uh, I mean, as you you can see right there. I mean, I would love to sit there and say, yeah, I you coached that, but that's that's just genetics and, and, and DNA right there. I mean, he's a kid that when the football's in the air, he figures out a way to go get it. Uh, you know, runs great routes, finishes his 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 runs after the catch. I mean, <laughs> yeah, I don't I don't think you can get more. Uh, I guess high school ready at this age. He, he tracks the ball well. He's got good body position. He catches the ball well. He has good routes. He has speed. Um, I guess once you get him in here, what can you coach on this guy? Hey, you line up right here. <laughs> this is what you're supposed to do. <laughs> Without a doubt. Well, that was definitely a good get for you. So you've got a guy here on, um, on campus with Marquise Brown. I'm sure we'll see his highlights here soon. What have you seen and been impressed with, with uh, him so far? His foot speed, his lateral uh, movement is 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 very impressive. Uh, when you talk about someone, you know, kind of a of a D.D. Westbrook type, I mean, the speed and the both vertical and lateral that this kid brings to the table is, you know, someone in, in, that could be considered in the same conversation. Jeffrey Mead's walking by right now. He's saying, I, I, all this talk about these guys, don't forget I'm still here. <laughs> I intend on being the big dog next year. He's standing right over there. Well, see, we, I tell those guys all the time, that's why I'm bringing these guys in. So, yeah. A little pressure on them. Yeah, they better be on alert. We haven't asked yet about uh, Marcellius Sutton, and I can't wait to see how you decide to use this kid. Little guy, five foot ten. But I would imagine there are a lot of different ways that you can use him as a running back, as a receiver, jet sweeps, return game. What do you got in plan, plan for Sutton? That and all of the above. Okay. So, uh, you know, he's uh, he's a guy that, you know, spring will, uh, will reveal uh, a lot of the things that, that we do, you know, much like what we did with uh, with Joe last year. Yeah. You know, sometimes you saw him in the backfield. Sometimes you saw him line up on the perimeter uh, and, and run routes. So, I mean, he's a, a guy with versatility. That will give you uh, give you the options to do some things like that. Well, there's only so many balls to go around. You guys have a great group here. Even a lot of guys that are on campus already. It's going to be tough picking for uh, you as a receiver coach trying to get your playmakers the ball. Um, but obviously, you guys are throwing the ball around a lot, and I don't I don't see that to change, right? No, nah, that's kind of you know that's kind of part of our DNA <laughs> DNA and what we do. So uh, I don't I don't see that changing. You know, our, our aspect of it is just making the throw right and, and and making sure we we do something with it once we get it on the on the receiving end. One more question: uh, Chris Plank's back in studio. He wanted me to ask you, how do you decide? who's an inside guy, who's an outside guy. Is it strictly a height thing? And do you and Coach Gundy ever end up arm wrestling over guys? <laughs> I got it. You got it. There we go. No, we never really end up arm wrestling over guys. And really what we do is, you know, in fairness to all the players, you know, we're going to take the top eight. So, I mean, if you are in the top eight of the whole receiving core, you know, then we start sliding you in 
you know, after that. So we want to, you know, we want to be able to put our best four and then the the next best four behind them on the field at, at, at any given time. And so, I mean, that's pretty much how you how you determine it. Uh, height is not really a factor. I mean, if you look at last year, you know, you had Jeff Mead and D.D. Westbrook. So, I mean, and, you know, both of those guys played on the outside. And, and you have someone that looked like the Incredible Hawk and Jordan Smallwood. Yeah. And then you, you have like an A.D. Miller and a, and a right. Dahu. Dahu Green, which are, you know, are, are, are more slender guys. So, I mean, it's, you know, it's not really mu- so much about height and, and, uh, and all of that. It's just, you know, we're trying to find our, our, our best uh, of that whole group and then try to slot them out from there. Thanks to Coach Simmons for swinging by. Defensive line, obviously a, an area of need for the Sooners from a depth perspective. You saw the way that Neville Gallimore stepped up. DJ Ward played well in the bowl game, but they need bodies. So we caught up with defensive line coach Calvin Thibodeau to get the lowdown on the DL. You got four guys that are coming in that have signed uh, today uh, that we know of. Tell us about this class. Pretty excited about the group. You know, we got some uh, big athletic guys, and I I definitely think they're going to add value to our group. So I'm pretty excited about all of them. Go right down the list. Uh, The local kid is Isaiah Thomas from Tulsa Memorial High School, 6'5". There's a lot you can do with him. Oh, yeah, 6'5". He hasn't even began to grow into his frame. I think when it's all said and done, he'll be a – you know, 265, 270 guy, long athletic, came off the basketball court, and, I mean, just a, a lot of untapped potential. So just looking forward to, to getting a chance to get my hands on him and see him blossom, really. You kind of got to play basketball if your name's Isaiah Thomas. <laughs> you know, that's a given. Mean, he's a heck of a football player. Like I said, he, he doesn't even know what he's capable of. So, I mean, he's a hard worker, and, you know, he's long, he's athletic, so – a lot of those traits are going to help him with D-line play. Somebody said earlier today they could see him uh, becoming like a Charles Tapper-like. You like that yeah, comparison? Yeah, I think that's a fair uh, a fair uh, comparison. Uh, again, he's just just really homing in to the football player that he's going to become. Uh, he's only going to get bigger and stronger. And, you know, he's a smart kid, so I really think he's going to figure it out. The faster, the better. <laughs> Without a doubt. Well, he definitely looks like he has a size. You guys got a lot of depth out there. I think the biggest questions a lot of people have been having this year is which one of these guys are – is it going to be a collective group that are going to get into the backfield and disrupt some things? I'm hoping all of them. I'm hoping all of them. You know, they're all capable of doing that. So it's good to to have those guys uh, come and add to the group. So I'm hoping all of them. Zach, Zach McKinney, Weatherford, Texas, 6'4", 280. Tell us about Zach. You know, Zach is a big kid. You know, he's athletic. He's light on his feet. So, you know, we're excited to get him. Uh, he's only a guy that's going to continue to get bigger, faster, and stronger. Uh, really excited about him, man. I really think his best football is ahead of him. Um, you know, lucky to have him, man. Lucky to have him. He's big. He's athletic. I think uh, both his brothers have played college football. I think one of his brothers played basketball at TCU. So, it's in his bloodline. Zach, short for Zacchaeus, he is not a wee little man. He is a big old boy. (laughs) Tyrese Lott, a little bit of a late addition here out of Ardmore High School. Yeah, um, to be able to keep uh, uh, Tyrese was pretty exciting. You know, uh, know, we we were able to flip him back. Uh, Anytime you got someone local uh, that has the ability that he does, you want to keep him at home. So I was excited to keep him. Uh, Again, exciting uh, from the standpoint of he has a lot of untapped potential. So, just want to get him here, get him here with the guys and help him develop. And I think, you know, big things are going to come from him. 
Continuing coverage of National Signing Day, we'd like to welcome in all of our new viewers on Fox Sports Southwest. Toby Rowland, Ryan Broyles with you. We're joined by Sooner defensive line coach Calvin Thibodeau. Uh, Troy James is the other we haven't asked you about. Another late get from Baton Rouge, Louisiana. He went into the heart of Bayou Bengal territory and took one. Oh, yeah. I'm uh, pretty excited about Troy. He's athletic kid. You know, he played a little running back. Played a little, I mean, DN. I mean, he stood up. I mean, he's a big athletic guy. Can dunk a basketball. So, I'm excited about him, man. Um, his upside is going to be, you know, through the roof. And I think he's one of those guys who's going to work his butt off to figure it out. Well, definitely in this day and age and even in the Big 12, it looks like you guys are getting a lot of stand-up athletic guys that you kind of convert and put them down on the line. So, obviously, first and foremost, you're looking for athletes and then run stoppers. What is y'all's mentality when you go out and get these kids? Big athletic guys. I mean, you can't go wrong with guys who can run, guys who's athletic, guys who have great size. I think, you know, as long as you're getting those type of guys, I mean, they'll, they'll figure it out from there. Without a doubt, and they get in the weight room with Smitty, too. Oh. <laughs> oh, that's always a, a key component. Boy, Coach Tibbs has been something else since returning to his alma mater here at the University of Oklahoma. Speaking of a guy who has been something else, the depth is so solid on this offensive line. And when you talk about some of the great offensive line coaches and some of the great recruiters in college football – Bill Biedenboe's name jumps to the top of that list. The head coach now has 17 or 18 guys on his offensive line, including this stacked class. And as you might imagine, he's excited. Yeah, yeah, we are right now. They're working hard, but we've got a lot of improvements to make. So uh, we've got a great group coming back and great group coming in. So I'm fired up to get out there for spring ball. Start talking about these guys coming in. Creed Humphrey, big kid from Shawnee High School, a center by trade. I assume that's where you're going to play. Yeah, no, we're going to play him there. You know, he's a great kid. He's already here right now. And, you know, Coach Smitty has, has said some really good things about him in the two weeks that he's been here, which doesn't happen very often. So I'm really excited to get a chance to work with him. He's a smart kid, uh, big kid, athletic, uh, comes from a great family, grew up, uh, you know, wanting to be a Sooner. We had to flip him from another school, but uh, we'll let that slide right now. But, uh, you know, so I'm fired up about him. Hey, Coach, you don't have to be so humble either. No, this is the strength of the team. You've done a good job with the guys that you had last year. You guys gelled, had some great players, kept the quarterback clean, running game was on point. You have to be excited knowing that you have so much depth and then you're bringing these other guys that could possibly play but possibly sit back and learn some things. Yeah, no doubt. Yeah, we, we've created some pretty good depth, especially on the interior. We've got to get some guys to step up at tackle. And, and I'm proud of the guys. And, and, and coaching is about having good players that are committed, that are dedicated, that want to be good individually and as a group. And I have that. So, you know, I'm excited. I'm blessed. I'm fortunate to be here. And I'm fortunate to coach these kids that I have here. Let's talk about Adrian Ely. If he's as good at playing offensive line as he is in making commitment videos, yeah. you've got a star on your hands. 6'6 no six, six out of Gonzalez, Louisiana. Good size. Yeah, yeah no, he's probably 6'7. Okay. You know, and, and I, obviously tackle. that's an it. Yeah, he's a definite tackle, and he's probably about 3'10. Um, kid that, uh, you know, committed to us in January, but I knew probably in September after he took his visit to Ohio or to uh, our game against Ohio State that he was going to come here so we had all these guys you know locked in pretty early you know the four guys that we got you know three in the summer and then 
even though Adrian didn't tell us until you know January, he was I, I felt pretty good about him. But he's an athletic guy. I think he's one of the best tackles in mm-hmm. the country. Um, think that he can come in and compete to play. He's a little bit raw, but you know works hard and and, and again very excited about the potential that he has. Had to co- had to take a couple of months to get the production company together. Oh, to no make doubt, video. no <laughs> doubt. But you know, it, great family. All these kids come from great families, and they basically they didn't want to go public, but they told me early on in the process that this is a place that they wanted to be, and I trusted them, and they stuck to their word. Well, that that makes sense. Uh, you've got two of these guys. Um, that are on campus. What are you preaching to those guys, knowing that there's already a, a group of starters up there? What are you preaching to those guys saying, hey, you've got a, a six months head start on the other guys to come in here and really solidify who you are? Yeah, whether they're here or not, you know, I mean, I, I've told every one of these guys, all four guys that we signed, that you have to come in here. You have to prepare right now like you're going to start. And then if you don't, that happens. We may redshirt you. We may not. You may get some playing time. But I want every guy that we have on the offensive line to work like they're a starter. Um, if you wait for your turn, your turn will never come. Mm-hmm. And, and that's what I preach all the time. So they have to you know, work and, and see themselves as, as they're going to be a starter on the offensive line. Uh, Marquise Hayes and Tyrese Robinson, the other offensive linemen, I don't want to skip over them, but I do want to ask you about just the Sooner Squad 17. We've had a chance to ask Bob and I think Lincoln – about uh, just the aura of this class. Have you ever seen anything like how this came together? No, I, I really haven't. And and we were done with our signing class, I think, at, what, 8.20 this morning. Uh-huh. That, never, never in my career has that happened. Now, I think we have, what, 12 guys here right now. But even the guys that signed today, everybody was in by, you know, 8.20. So um, very, very impressive group. Those kids were up here all the time. You know, great families. Um, they're going to be a great addition and help us win championships down the line. That's that's huge. You know, um, you guys have done a heck of a job recruiting. Obviously, there's a couple guys that we did not talk about. But you, it seems that you guys have everything in place to keep Baker f- clean, to keep this offense groove going as well. Do you see is there going to be any hiccups along the way, or do you feel like these guys are gelling and continue to get better? I think they are. I think that, I mean, heck, you know, we have, I think, eight guys that have played or started mm-hmm. in a game. That doesn't happen very often. And I think, you know, with this class coming in, I really believe that we have the best interior group in the country. You know, if you look at us from center and both guards, Marquise and Tyrese, I think that's the best group in the country. It's the best group I've recruited, you know, up to this point. And then uh, you got Adrian Ely, who I feel is going to develop into one of the best tackles yeah. in college football. You know, th- these kids all work. They want to be great. So, Again, you know, just just really excited, great time, you know, um, with the guys we have coming back and then with what we have coming in. One more question for you. Chris Plank back in studio's got it. Chris? Uh, congratulations on the great recruiting class. I'm curious, you, you, you preach and teach a lot of versatility. How versatile are these guys? Do you bring someone in saying this, is, this guy's a guard, he's an interior player, uh, a guy like Creed Humphrey, could he do something more than play center, your tackles? Do, do you see versatility in some of these guys coming in? Yeah, definitely. Now, I think Adrian is probably the one guy that's strictly a tackle. Not to say he couldn't ever play guard, but that's what we're going to start him at. Uh, Creed has played tackle, guard, and center, um, but for us he's probably a guard and center. Marquise Hayes and Tyrese have both played tackle and guard in high school, but they're both going to start out at guards for us. So, um, 
Yeah, I think it's kind of like Drew Samia. You know, he came in, he started at tackle as a true freshman, and then we moved him to guard because Bobby Evans stepped up. So, And I think Bobby Evans would be a heck of a guard too. Uh, have, have worked him there a little bit. But, yeah, we definitely want guys that can play multiple positions. Now, there's some guys that are going to strictly, like an Eric Wren, he's going to be a center for us, you know. Now, I think Creed can play center in both guards, and I really think he's athletic enough that if you got in a pinch, him and Tyrese, you could play him at tackle. So, wow. um, yeah, I, I think they're all, all have, yeah, yeah, <laughs> definitely, definitely. I think we've got, I want to say 17 or 18 on scholarship, which that's the highest number that I've had. And I appreciate Coach Stoops letting me take that many guys. There was about two or three more I wanted to take at the end, but he, he said no. He had to cut it off. Enough to enough, he says. Yeah, the, the NCAA unfortunately limits you on scholarship. Well, I think so. it was a buffet issue. They didn't want to have to pay <laughs> yeah, for any more yeah. Yeah. From the O-line to kind of the overseer, Kel Gundy has been a part of Bob Stoops' coaching staff since day one. And as the recruiting guru, as the inside receivers coach, Kale Gundy had his hand in just about everything. Kale Gundy is with us. First off, congratulations. Great class. Maybe, Thank you. Maybe the best. Well, maybe you tell me. Best it, since it, you've been here? You know what? Um, I've been here a long time. It's, it is definitely going to be one of the best. Uh, obviously, you want to see how it, how it plays out. Um, it's funny you bring up one of the best because I, I was uh, texting Gerald McCoy about three weeks ago, and uh, I said, I think this has a chance to be the best. And about five minutes later, I got this long text that talks about his class and all the uh, – Pro Bowlers, yeah, you know yeah. the Heisman Award winners, <laughs> yeah. you know the Butkus Award. He's like, hold, yeah. hold on, here. <laughs> yeah. hold on here. So, and you know he's proud of his class. But this is, I think, this is we got a chance to be special. That's that's really sweet. Obviously, you do. You inside receiver coach. You guys got some guys back from last year, and then you're adding uh, Marquise Brown. We saw him running around earlier. Tell us a little bit about him. We've obviously heard from Dennis earlier. What do you think about the guy? He's he, he has a different gear, you know. Um, and it's obvious that, um, you know, whenever you put the film on and, and, and watch him run around, he's he definitely has that uh, that, uh, that that speed that you just don't see a lot. Mm -hmm. um, and, and you had a chance to see this year see DD. Uh, DD has he's a little bit faster than than most guys running around on college mm -hmm. football, and, and Marquise has this. So, you know, I think it'll be uh, you know the good thing is he's got four years to play three, um, so uh, we're going to have him for for at least three years here, and uh, you know this off season the winter with with Coach Schmidt and uh, Coach Tiffany, uh, I think we'll do a great job with his nutrition, help him put on some yep, muscle, yep. some weight. Tell me about um, as recruiting coordinator just this Sooner Squad 17 as it started to develop. The seeds plant, you could tell they're meshing and something special starting to grow. Are you just sitting back going, hey, this is this is cool? Well, we all were, yeah. you know, and, and, and it, it is. It's been a real – It's this is a very – it's just been, been a different class. But, I, you know, social media has kind of taken on yeah. a little bit more and more than that, what it's been in the past. But um, it, it is a very unique class. Um, uh, a lot of very, you know, good kids that come from good homes and good parents and good backgrounds, and and it it has it's it's been it's been tremendous, and they have they have stuck together. Uh, sometimes it's hard for us as coaches to, um, you know, to be able to lay down and put our head on our pillow at night and 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 feel comfortable in knowing that yeah everything is good. Uh, but well, uh, it, it is it's been a great class. I want to ask you about that because you know the football season is a journey, but this to today is is a journey for you guys too. 
and the ebbs and flows. You got a guy. You don't got a guy. Yeah. A guy flips. You flip a guy. Guys commit early, but you got to keep checking in on them. Yeah, it's it sounds exhausting to it's me. A, it's a mess. <laughs> uh, it, it's it's a mess, and it's a mess for everybody. And it, and you can't. Uh, you know, it's it's it, it's our profession. You know, the better the players you bring in, the better the team you're going to have. And um, you know, it's you can sit there and try not to think about it, but you know, as coaches, we have to have our phones on us. We have to be on social media. We have to, uh, you know, whether we're texting or DMing the young players, um, it, it's a continuous deal. It's it's 24/7. It's 365, and it's it's just the way it is. Let's take a, a back to studio. Chris Plank's got a question for you. Thanks a lot, Toby. Hey, Coach, congratulations on the class. It's amazing. And it's also amazing that it was done at 8.18 a.m. Is there anything we can attribute to getting everyone in the fold as early as we did today? Uh, you know, no, I don't think so. <laughs> uh, but, you know, we, we've never really been one of those schools that uh, kind of go into the last day with maybe three or four players that are out there. Uh, you know, I know that we still got a couple guys that are kind of left, but uh, we've we've always uh, been have done a good job of, you know, kind of solidifying our players and, and uh, and, it, and as coaches, it's good. It's good to go in there and, and to know you get these guys that are done. Um, you know, to, to get on your Twitter and be able to, uh, you can unfollow all the guys that are in this class now. So we're done with those guys and uh, move on for to the future. We've seen video of, of most of the guys on uh, offense today. So without asking you about a specific guy, who is somebody who's either on campus? Or that you're really excited about that has signed today off on the offensive side. Boy, I, you know I I'm, I'm excited about a bunch of them. <laughs> okay, I mean, I, me I, I think names. it kind of goes back to the the, the class uh, as a whole. I, we've we've got a special class and. Um, I, I don't know. There's a handful yeah. of them. I can talk running backs. You know, I want to yeah. ask you about Trey Sermon, the receivers, because I want to see the video again. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> the Trey Sermon's video is amazing. Tell me about Trey. Well, He's here already. Yeah, Trey is already here, and and, and Trey's going to be a bigger back uh, out of uh, Marietta, Georgia, and, and uh, you know, uh, Coach Bullware and Coach Riley did a tremendous job, and and everybody. You know, that's the, that's the great thing about our staff is our staff works great together and did a tremendous job, but. But Coach Bullware and, and, and Coach Riley with Trey did a tremendous job. You know, he did. Trey doesn't come from much in his background, um, and he has to work for everything. But he's going to be a bigger body, similar to what we've had here in the past lately. And uh, I think in the future he's going to be special. Well, he definitely looks the part. He looks like a man, college ready to come out here and, and make some things happen. Get off happen. of me. He He's got to be excited yeah. about this guy. And obviously, just the, the holes in the running back position. Obviously, we have some guys from last year, but we're bringing in a guy like him and uh, another <laughs> Kennedy, guy here. Kennedy Brooks. <laughs> yes, yeah. for sure. So yeah. it looks like two guys are gone and two guys are in. They're, they're definitely very, very special. You know, and, and then Marcella Sutton, who's a you know, slot back, a running back, of yeah, What are you going to do with him? Uh, just, you know, we'll figure it out. You know, it's just like the rest of them. I mean, we get out there and start practicing, and whoever the best 11 players are, we'll f find player places for them to go, you know, and that's kind of what we do with our receivers. And, um, you know, again, it, it's it, we don't want to peg a, a certain player to be a certain position. We'll just kind of figure it out whenever they get here. He's one of the best, an absolute treasure for the state of Oklahoma. Great stuff from Cale Gundy. So let's hit that backfield. Cale used to be the running backs coach. I think sometimes people get confused and think he still is. But Jay Bulware is the guy, and boy, what a job he has in front of him replacing two of the more 
solid production-wise running backs in the history of Oklahoma football. Obviously, in Samaj P. Ryan, you have the all-time leading rusher for OU football. Joe Mixon, one of the better all-around backs, so it's on Jay Bulware to find guys to replace him. Let's start, Coach, by uh, first off, congratulations. Great Thank class. you, you got to be yeah. excited about the uh, running backs, H-backs that you're bringing in. We haven't talked a lot about Kennedy so far, so uh, tell us what you like about him. Well, uh, right off the bat, you know, uh, Kennedy rushed for a bunch of yards mm -hmm. in high school, man. I mean, he was uh, won several awards, been All-State two years in a row, and, and he's been a kid we've been following for uh, for a couple years now. I mean, he's in my area and obviously my, my position room this year, and so so we knew all everything about Kennedy. Uh, love his family, love the kid. He's a competitor. Uh, he does everything the right way, and uh, like I said, he rushed for a bunch of yards. His stats are crazy. Yes, off the charts. Forty touchdowns last year. Yeah, unbelievable. Yeah. Wow. So yeah. what are you what are you telling these guys? Obviously, we got some guys to talk about just specifically. But what are you telling these guys that are coming in? Obviously, you got the two big dogs that left right. last year. How are you? I guess there's really no need to motivate. What are you telling these guys? Hey, there's an open spot for you. Well, uh, this started last year. You know, last year I sat up here and I said, you know, to anybody that was watching, you know, there's a possibility of Samaje mm -hmm. and Joe you did, both yeah. leaving. Yeah. And so. We, we approach the whole season like that, you know, and telling every single recruit that, hey, look, you know, there's a good possibility we might lose uh, both of our running backs uh, that, that we're, you know, getting the majority of the reps for. So everybody knew it coming into it, all the guys we recruited, uh, whether it's Trey Sermon, Kennedy Brooks, uh, even Sutton, uh, you know, knew that there was opportunities in our backfield. And uh, so that's what I'm telling them. I'm telling them, hey, look, there's a chance to play here at Oklahoma. Uh, and when you're a running back here at the University of Oklahoma, uh, you're at one of the premier positions. There's a long history and tradition of great runners here, and uh, we're hoping these guys come in and, and fill, the, fill the void that's left. We've seen the video of Trey Sermon a couple of times today already, breaking tackles right and left. He looks like a beast. This is a position where traditionally you could play right away in college football if, if you're a true freshman and you got talent. You see that out of these guys? Well, you know, <laughs> You, you really, you know, hopefully hopefully they can play. Obviously, we need guys to be ready to play. But we did recruit an older kid uh, for that reason. And uh, and uh, we do have uh, other guys in the room like Rodney and Abdul for another year. So uh, so those guys are now the older guys. And, and, yes, you know, traditionally, you know, you can play at running back early. Uh, how much depends on how well you pick up all the other things. I mean, there's a lot of things that go along with playing as a true freshman. Not only do you have to be physically mature, but you got to be mentally mature and, and ready to handle the disciplines that go along with uh, all the different things we ask our backs to do. you got to keep Baker Mayfield from getting hit. There's no doubt about yeah. it. That's first and foremost. <laughs> you, know, you know, when you get when you get that guy hit, then, then that's when they get, you know, evil looks from me on the sideline. You yeah. cannot you cannot miss, you know, obviously in the blitz pickup or anything like that. So go back to studio. Chris Plank's got a question for you. I, I know we're going to talk about Marcella Sutton here in just a bit, but Coach, I wanted to talk about the punter that you added because I can remember on <laughs> Coach's Corner we were laying out how Austin Seibert, you felt like he needed some help. You go out and you bring in Reeves Munchan. How does he kind of figure into the mix here, the buzz, and maybe a little bit more of a, of a standout punter, but do you see him pushing Austin or kind of helping to relieve the load a little bit? Uh, I, I, I count on him relieving the load. Um, you know, this year I didn't know which direction we really wanted to go, whether we wanted to go punter or kicker, and yes, uh, we needed a guy, and I thought the kicking class this year was really weak. The punting class was really, really strong. So we went out and got a guy that, that I felt like could compete with Austin and, uh, and, and, and possibly even beat him out uh, at that position. So uh, that, that's, what, that's why we signed Reeves. Uh, I think he'll come in here right away, be ready to play, 
Uh, he is sound uh, technically. Uh, he's got great hang time and distance on his punts, which is what I like. Coach Stoops likes that as well. And uh, he came to our camp last summer and did a phenomenal job, won the punting competition, and uh, we offered him. North Carolina, a new hotbed for Sooner recruiting. Three more from that state in this class, including the H-back, Jeremiah Hall, who right. we have not talked about yet. Jeremiah is, uh, you know, along the, the same mold as the other guys that I've coached since I've been here. Uh, you know, we, we look for guys with versatility. And uh, when I got here, you know, my first year, I took over a fullback room um, that had Trey Millard, you know, mm -hmm. who who is versatile. And then we got Dimitri Flowers, who we thought was like Trey. And now we get Jeremiah Hall, who we feel like is, is, is a combination of those two guys uh, all in one. And we love what he brings to the table, uh, the versatility. You know, we look for, you know, H-back type of guys, guys that can line up on the outside in the perimeter as well as go on the backfield and do the things that we need him to do in the run game and the pass game there as well. So we feel pretty strongly about what this kid can do. We thought he was a steal out of the state. Uh, we only had about three guys on, on our board that we really liked at that position. And uh, Jeremiah was number one of those guys. So we, we were really tickled to death that he jumped on board and uh, decided to leave, leave home so far away. Well, I think what you said earlier, no one wants to be labeled as a fullback, more of an H-back <laughs> these days, which makes perfect sense. OU has found the perfect recipe of bringing in those guys that can not only play that position, block, catch out of the backfield, but even play some full or some special teams. So it's right. almost like a, a coach's best friend, you would say. There, there's no doubt. I mean, when you, you look at, you know, just the lineage that we have here, I mean, just as I, I mean, even since I've been here, I mean, there, and it goes way back beyond that with guys like Brody and, you know, the list is endless. Mm -hmm. But but we got guys, you know, that, that play that position that can do a lot of different things that played in the NFL, you know, NFL players. I mean, Trey spent – a couple years, yep. you know, you know, bouncing around, and then, and obviously, Ripkowski yep. is is still in the league, you know, and and, and playing, and 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 you know, we'll see what Dimitri and and obviously Jeremiah uh, can bring to the table in that regard here as we go. And wrapping up the coaches, let's move to the defensive backfield. You had several newcomers step up last year for Kerry Cooks, and he already has a guy in the fold who could be a difference maker in 2017 in Justin Broyles. Very talented young man. Uh, very happy to have him into the program. Uh, uh, doing great things so far. Uh, just actually just looked at the numbers. Uh, Coach Smitty tested those guys and tested really well and heard nothing but great things about the kid. I've been back all the two days uh, getting off the recruiting trail, and I can't keep him up out of my office. <laughs> <laughs> Is that a good thing or a bad thing? That's a good thing. thing. Okay. That's a good thing. The kid just wants to keep learning. You know what I mean? I yeah. mean, so he just got here and just wants to do everything that he can to try to put himself uh, in the best position to get on the field uh, ASAP. You got a class of five guys coming in. We saw Broyles. Let's take a look at Robert Barnes, South Lake Carroll High School down in Dallas. This is uh, Reggie Barnes' boy, very highly recruited young man. Uh, a, a great young man, a legacy recruit. Uh, and I think the thing that's going to stand out about Robert is, you know, he's a big, long safety, uh, but his athleticism. I had the opportunity to work him out uh, two summers ago. Uh, the way that he moves, you know, for such a big guy, he moves like a five-nine player instead of a six-two, six-three guy. Very physical, smart player, uh, again, very competitive, uh, great ball skills. Actually played a little running back uh, this, this past year as a senior, so very happy to have him in the program as well. Well, that's, that's good that you mentioned a bigger guy moving like a smaller guy, especially in that free safety or that safety position, someone that can come down 
fill the hole, be agile enough to go and cover a guy one-on-one, -on -one, you've got to be happy to have a guy like this with the size, the athletic ability to really be a, uh, to match up with, with anything that's thrown his way. Well, I think the things that we're looking for now, you know, going into my third year uh, in the Big 12 is guys that can, you know, be versatile. Yeah. So uh, Barnes is a guy that you could easily walk down into the box and be that physical presence, but he can play the deep middle as well. He can play a half field, and he's also got really good cover skills on the slot. Trey Brown from up the road at Tulsa Union High School, blazing speed. Kind of had to uh, corral him in here in the final week or so, but you got him signed on the dotted line today. You like Trey? <laughs> I love Trey. Uh, <laughs> Trey was never a worry for me. Uh, Trey and his family have, have been awesome throughout this process, and uh, you guys hit it on the head. Uh, you know, with the wide receivers that we face in this league, uh, you know, he's got that raw athletic ability, and you know, the one thing that you can't teach is speed. I think that he's mm -hmm. probably a sub four, four, three, five guy. Wow. Uh, documented, you know, so he's he's got that speed that's going to allow him to transition and, and you know make quick recoveries uh, on mistakes that that he may make as a corner. Our nine one eight correspondent is Chris Plank. <laughs> He's got a question for you back in studio, Chris. Hey, Coach Cooks, congratulations on the great class of defensive backs and good to have you back in Norman. But we're watching some of the playmaking ability of Trey Brown. Uh, is it going to be a battle to try to keep him off special teams or do you see this guy maybe having a future as a kick returner or a punt returner on special offensive plays? Well, again, I think the, 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 the more that you can do to help the team, the better off we're going to be. So I, there's, there's no doubt that I'm going to try to push for him to be a punt returner and kickoff returner because his value is, is, is more than just you know being a corner to help this team out. 4-3-5, heck yeah, we're going to get him the ball, <laughs> however we can. Ryan Jones, uh, kind of a late addition to this class, Charlotte, North Carolina, another North Carolina kid. I think you're going to have him. He's a wide receiver as well, but what do you think about Ryan? Uh, I like Ryan. Uh, Ryan puts you in the mold of, of, a, of, of a bigger, uh, a little bit more athletic uh, Ahmad Thomas. You know, So he's all a 6'2", 6'2 200-pound kid. Uh, you know, the thing that stands out, he's got tremendous ball skills. So you think about some of the players that we've had back here. Uh, Zach Sanchez was a wide receiver. Jordan Thomas was a quarterback wide receiver. And now those guys made the transition to DP. And when you've got that, those ball skills, which a lot of defensive backs lack that, uh, it really adds value to that secondary. So I think he's going to end up with me as a safety. I'm very excited uh, to have him back there uh, and looking forward to working with him. Well, you definitely have a good, solid, solid group. Um, I guess to talk less about the nuts and balls. What, is, what does it take to make a good defensive back when the ball's in the air? I know a lot of guys are scared to get beat deep. A lot of guys just want to make the tackle. But obviously, in this day and age, in the Big 12, we throw the ball around a lot. We want interceptions. So how do you coach those guys up to say, hey, if when the ball's in the air, it's yours? Well, the, 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 the one thing that you got to have, you know, in, the, in order to make those plays when the ball's in the air is you can't panic, you know. And a prime example of that, if you go back and you watch – uh, Jordan Thomas, you know, he's got tremendous anticipation on when the play is coming, uh, quick twitch enough to get out of his breaks to get to, to the point where he can make the play. And then there's no panic, you know, regardless of what position that you're going to be in, because as a defensive back, you're going to be in some bad positions. Yeah. You're going to be in some great positions. So you've got to be patient enough and athletic enough and patient or, or, or have the patience to, you know, to put yourself in position to make those plays. One more guy to ask you about, Trey Norwood out of Fort Smith, Arkansas. You got another Trey back there. You like Trey Norwood? I, I love Trey Norwood. Uh, Trey Norwood's a kid that I've recruited probably uh, about the last month. Um, and, and I've got a friend that's a coach on that staff that sent me uh, his video and a subtle, hey, take a look at this kid. I think that he could be a heck of a player. Watch the, watch the film. Uh, loved, loved what I saw. Uh, played quarterback, played running back, played wide receiver. Uh, but, again, he's got great anticipation. Uh, I think that he's a very smooth player, you know, as you'll see on tape. 
Um, really good things uh, when the ball's in his hands. And Sooner Squad 17 has kind of had a ringleader. Sure, Kale Gundy and Lincoln Riley and all the coaches we've talked to have done a pretty incredible job in putting things together from the coaching side of things. Bob Stoops, obviously, as a head coach. But Baker Mayfield has had a hand in seemingly everything the Sooners have done on the recruiting trail over the last couple of years, so we only found it fitting to include number six on our recruiting day coverage. I do remember this You've day. done – a lot has happened to you since this day. <laughs> for you. A lot. A lot has happened to me. I used to not like it, but, uh, no, I like it now, you know, get to see the new guys that we have coming in, and, you know, it's exciting. Well, let's, let's talk about that because I'm interested to know your impressions early on. Marquise Brown is here. Trey Sermon is here. Marcellia Sutton is here. Mm-hmm. What are your thoughts on these guys? I think it's a special group. Uh, you know, Marquise has the speed. You know, we lose Didi, uh, big-time guy, but, we, you know, we bring in another speedster. So I'm excited about it. You know, thrown to him a couple times so far. Uh, I mean, he can run. He can do exactly what we brought him in to do. So I'm, I'm excited to see how, you know, he pans out and how the weight training goes for him. Uh, Trey Sermon and Marcellus, uh, two two really talented running backs. Uh, so lose two guys and bring bring the next two in, and you know they're they're natural talents. And I'm I'm excited. Uh, you know those guys, they they all want to be here. I think that's that's the biggest thing about this group. You know it's it's kind of been a, a sense of loyalty, and, and they're excited and genuine to to you know be happy to to come here and work. And, and I'm excited about that. And then you got uh, Grant Calcaterra, yeah. uh, another big target. Mm-hmm. You know reminds me just like Mark Andrews, and so. You know, just excited about the whole group. Eleven of them. Do you guys have to wear name tags around for a few days? That's a lot, man. (laughs) It is. It's a whole squad that's coming in. It's only half of them. So, you know, it's exciting to know that you get half of them now, get them ready for spring ball, you know, get – get to be around them in a, in a football, you know, scenario, and then you get the other group and you get to, you know, get them ready for it as well. Well, I saw you directing the group, the group around earlier today. It seemed like you guys were having a lot of fun. Yep. Is it more intense right now knowing that you've got new guys in that have to learn the playbook as it would be, or I guess a little bit different than during the fall? It's, you know, it's a little bit of both. You know, I, I, I want them to take it serious, obviously, you know, to, to learn the offense and, and, you know, see how we do it. That's why more of a serious manner. But then once they get comfortable, you know, you, you can't ever forget you have to have fun with it. And, you know, you, wanna, you definitely do that. You want to always <laughs> enjoy it. Exactly. I, I try and show that, you know, it's, when it's time for business, you got to do that. But then at certain times you got to enjoy it. And so I, I'm happy they're here. It's a good example for them. Chris Robinson is the quarterback. He's here yeah, he on campus here. already. What do you think about Chris? Chris can throw it. Really? Uh, he's a. It's one of those guys that you know. He's just just a natural thrower, and it's it's fun to watch. It's you know got a pretty spiral. There he is, right there. And he, he's an interesting guy. What do you he's, think about that pose? He's right guy, there. Yeah, he's, he's a he's a guy that I feel like, you know, a lot like me in a way that he can relate and talk to everybody in a room. Like he can go in a certain group and and enjoy where he's at. See, he's just a natural thrower. I think he's got great feet. He's a quick guy. And, you know, I don't I don't know if they were had him listed as a dual dual threat, but I think he can definitely move just in the workout so far. So tell us this, Baker, what, what do you enjoy the most? Throwing the deep ball like you do so well down the field to D.D. Westbrook or scrambling around and picking up a first down? Uh, I, honestly, people would call me a liar for it, but I like sitting back there and throwing it. See, there you go. I knew that. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I, I do have fun running around, but I don't think the guys always uh, have a great time because they don't know exactly where I'm going. So, yeah. Well, that's good that you can use your feet, man. You've definitely got some playmakers to throw the ball yeah. to this year. The guys that are coming in and obviously the group of receivers and running backs that you already have on the 
on the list this year. Mm-hmm. Um, who are you most excited about? I know it, it, you being a quarterback, you can't really say, but who are you most excited about taking the next step? Uh, where I guess at the receiver position. You know, we got a couple of guys. Uh, I'm excited. You know, Mark Mark Andrews had a huge part, but I'm I'm excited for him to be the key mm-hmm. guy. And then at the same time with him stepping up into a bigger role, uh, Jeff Mead. You know, he's put in a lot of work. He progressed even throughout the season. He made a lot of a lot of big plays as the season went on, and I'm excited to see, you know, Jeff turn into a, to kind of a leadership senior role and and, and see how he pans out. Yeah, so you got Mark there. I mean, he's just always a threat when he gets the ball in his hands. You know, Nick Basquin is a guy that's going to get a bigger role. Same with Michael Jones. And so, you know, the, the guys on the inside are going to be, you know, our reliable guys. So that's why I'm, I'm more excited to see who pans out on the outside and who steps up and, and really wants it because that's, that's what it's all about is who wants to take it on the mm-hmm. outside. I think you're going to like this C.D. Lamb kid and these Charleston yeah. Rambo kid. I know yeah. you've seen video of them. They, they might help you right away, too. I'm excited about those guys. You know, you, you forget about how many threats we have because not all of them are here yet. But, uh, you know, I'm excited about those two guys. You know, uh, like I said earlier, they, they have a sense of loyalty, and they, they wanted to be here. You know, I've stayed in contact with them, and they're excited about coming here to work. Yeah, here you got C.D. I think he's one of those guys. He's just got some dog Look at in that. him. <laughs> he's just got some dog in him, I, you know. Well, you got to feel comfortable with having a guy like this that can go up, check the ball. And obviously, if you don't throw a perfect pass, you know, this guy may be the guy that can go and get anything. Oh, exactly. And that's what we had last year. You know, I wasn't throwing perfect passes, but those guys made me look mm-hmm. good. And you know how that is. You just throw it your way. The receivers <laughs> want the ball anyway. So, yeah. You completed 75% of your passes. Most, most you of them been were on, on target. A little bit. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Being a little bit. <laughs> we had some playmakers, so we got some more now. Chris Plank's got a question for you back in studio. Yeah, and maybe this uh, is one for Ryan as well, too. But, Baker, what's that process like? Because you mentioned Mark Andrews, Nick Basquin, guys that have worked with you, have practiced with you. They've got chemistry with you. What's that process like to develop chemistry and work with those new guys? Is it just a matter of time? Is it just a matter of reps? How, how do you gain that trust in them and, and kind of that faith in them? I think it's just about time and reps. You know, as as the timing goes on, Didi and I, I mean, just for example, Didi and I didn't have the chemistry we did in 2015. And then, you know, you take the spring and the summer, and it showed in 2016. So I think it just the off season and, you know, the extra reps and seven on seven in the summer, the extra throwing sessions, it just, I think it comes with time. And knowing the, the trust level of where they're going to be at and how they're going to run their routes. Well, yeah, I think I really think one of the biggest things is the words of affirmation. When your time comes, if you got a quarterback like Baker Mayfield, you got the offensive coordinator um, calling your name, you've got the receiver coach saying, "Hey, you're the next guy up." I think that's really one of the big things when those guys are saying, "Okay, I'm going to take initiative here and I'm going to be the guy." Yep. Well, there you have it: Bob Stoops, Mike Stoops, Lincoln Riley, Dennis Simmons, Calvin Thibodeau, Bill Bedenboe, Kale Gundy, Jay Bulware, Kerry Cooks, and Baker. Mayfield. Sooner Squad 17 looks impressive, and if you want to see any of the videos we were talking about or learn more about them, simply log on to Soonersports.com slash Sooner Squad 17, and all the highlights are right there as well as Soonersports.tv. And hey, while you're at it, jump on Soonersports.tv slash podcast, subscribe to this podcast, and of course you can find us on iTunes. Simply search Sooner Radio Network. For Toby Rowland, for Ryan Broyles, for all the coaches, for Chad McKee, I'm Chris Plank, saying thank you for downloading the Sooner Sports Podcast, and until the Monday morning refresher, Boomer Sooner, everybody. This has been the Sooner Sports Podcast. Make sure to get all the latest episodes online right now at Soonersports.tv slash podcast. And make sure to follow us on Twitter at OU on the air.